A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm Lisa Chenu. And today we have a very special guest with us. You might have read her in her column, Ask a Witch on Nylon. It's Gabrielle Herstick. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. You're wearing wonderful leopard pants. Oh, thanks. These are yeah, my they're favorite. Awesome. I literally am going to cry when they fall apart eventually, so I won't think about it. <laughs> Get them repurposed. Yeah. Just they're already vintage, though. Oh. So that's oh. Yeah, it's just the... Well, but then it's you're just continuing the cycle exactly. of the clothes. They're meant to be worn and seen and loved, mm-hmm. you know? You. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I'll just, some new ones. Yeah. Just no major, like, squats or, like, heavy... That's, like, when I wear oh, something, like, I love, I try to just do... No, the bare like minimum. nothing in it Barbie like, moves yeah <laughs> it's like can you grab that for me <laughs> I like do splits in these they're so 
cozy like oh leggings but they're probably gonna yeah it's you and lisa should do the rest of the podcast we can all do the splits stevie work on get we need to get you a block we need to start i have a splits regimen that you can start doing i would love a splits regimen because it's actually been a long time goal of mine i have very stuffy virgo scorpio parents that were like we're not flexible that was like since i was a kid they were always like because I always like I did like a light cheerleading and like I always want to do gymnastics. Wait, what's a light cheerleading? Like I never like did a competitive. It was always like very like uh, sidelines football games like junior high okay. like very. Totally was with ballet. It's like I was never in company. I did like three classes a week and then very stopped. chill. Wait, are you a dancer? Yeah. So Where really did dance. you go? Well, I grew up in Georgia, so I went to okay. somewhere out there. Okay. Called <laughs> Susan Chambers. All right. That sounds like a like a school know, of like right? Susan yeah. like. Susan Chambers Dance Academy. I was going to say Susan Miller's Dance Academy. <laughs> no, <that> sounds, <laughs> yeah. sounds close. It, well, it's like Abby Miller. Like, oh, yeah, oh my, my God, gosh. that would be a good mashup reality show. It's like <laughs> Astrology Dance School. Yeah. Ooh. What, um, where, were you, were you competitive? Were, what I wasn't kind on of, company. Okay. I just like did my dance schools. Like I just took classes with this like amazing Russian teacher and took Russian ballet. Like, no. Is uh, it, um, oh God, I'm blanking on the name. Um, point? No, it's a style of, there was, I had the worst ballet teacher I ever had. Um, it was, oh my God, this is going to, maybe it'll come to me while we're, it's not Bolshoi, but it's something like that. Oh, like the, ballet, but it's that kind, the, that kind or whatever, but it's like a lot of, I'm going to do emotion, which is perfect for a podcast, you know, <laughs> when everyone can see, but it's a lot of like doing your head oh, with yeah. your, mm-hmm. with your out like tondus and everything. Uh, but this ballet teacher, I got on point. And then I sprained my ankle in high school dance team. Oh, and no. then I wasn't able to go on point because my ankles were like yeah. tr- trashed. <laughs> um, and then she <laughs> used me as an example of why people shouldn't buy point shoes too early. <gasps> she was like, she be careful. Up. Yeah, she was like, be careful. You know what happened to Julia, don't you? She bought her point shoes and then broke her ankle. Uh, and then she also uh, told me I would like come to I was on I was on company. Uh, and we wouldn't do like ballet competitively, but it would be like jazz dances. But since I was injured, I was like, I can't go to ballet. It, that was like a requirement, but I was like, I only have so much, you know, I can do. And so I wouldn't go to ballet. But then when I started going back to ballet, we were learning a routine for the recital. And she was like, she's like, yeah, she's like, maybe you can be in the routine if you get your body back into ballet shape. <laughs> And I was like, bitch, I ain't never been in ballet shape. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) That's a dangerous world. That's beautiful. But there's, yeah, there's, yes. Did you do mostly ballet or did you do any jazz or anything? I did jazz and like some lyrical, but like mostly I was a bitch for ballet. Yeah. Yeah. I love that shit. Hell yeah. I, I well, give me your split regime. Yes. I was Mm -hmm. forced into an athletic life of Uh, softball, which I uh, did like, but like my, my mom was like a tennis girl and my dad's like an overall like, sports man and so they were just like you're not like since no one in my family ever did those sorts of things they're like we don't do that Mm -hmm. and it's like that's like a really closed-minded way of thinking also Mm -hmm. just let me do it and suck you know like it's very but they're gonna do it let yeah. me do it if you want to do it. Who yeah, so let me do the splits. Yeah, let me do oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we do hold a lot of like tension and trauma and stress in our hips, though. Yes. So it is really good to do to like stretch that. It releases a lot of stuff. I think that's why I'm such a water baby. I'm also cancer rising. Mm-hmm. So, like I like just will sit and like gra- if, especially like in a pool, like grab the sides of the walls and just like hump. just like hump. Yeah, like <laughs> just, just like, like just like, like uh, frog leg it up because mm-hmm. I am like very like 
I can feel now. Like hips mm-hmm. and shoulders are like mm-hmm. my my zones of. It's connected, like the right. curve of Hold the neck of and then the curve of the lower back. So uh huh. Like the others. Is this like witch related? It's yoga, energy, chakra stuff. Fair. Well, you grew up in Georgia. I did grow up in Georgia. When, when did you get into this kind of stuff? Because that seems like it would be at odds with a oh. uh, Georgian upbringing. Yeah. So I discovered witchcraft. When I was like 11, I was already living in Georgia and um, I was given a deck of Oracle cards by one of my mom's like one of the people my mom worked with that became like my aunt. Um, And there were fairy Oracle cards by Brian Frode and I fell in love and was obsessed with fairies and went to Barnes and Noble and got a book called A Witch's Guide to Fairy Folk and learned about witchcraft. And like three years before when I was like nine years old and living in Buffalo, New York, which I was... I was I'm originally from California and then moved to Buffalo, which is crazy considering that that's just so different. <laughs> and then, yeah, from LA to Buffalo, New York is like vaguely evil, but it was good. <laughs> and then Buffalo to Atlanta. So when I was in Buffalo, I went to Salem, Massachusetts for my aunt's birthday, which was on Halloween. And we oh, went for Halloween. Yes. And I went with my, my twin sister and then my aunt and my grandma. And I remember like going to the witchcraft museum and they told me about the rule of three and the Wiccan read, which are a part of Wicca, which um, I would identified as I'll get into that later. But I like saw this like wax, which explained witchcraft to me and then like saw a ritual on Halloween, which is one of like the sacred holidays for a lot of us mm-hmm. um, and like ate a pomegranate and went to Lori Cabot's store. And like when I read this book um, three years later, I was like, holy shit, like this is it. And I just... The only way I need to know how to describe like the feeling of discovering it was like it was like coming home. It just like felt familiar. Mm -hmm. Um, So that following year, um, I was going in seventh grade. I'm Jewish, like a thousand percent Jewish. So (laughs) (laughs) I was going through um, what was I was in the process of studying for my bat mitzvah, which is a coming of age ceremony in the Jewish tradition where um, a 13 year old reads from the Torah and becomes, quote unquote, an adult. And by this time I was already like, I'm pagan. I'm a witch. Like, I don't want to go through this. Mm -hmm. But of course my parents were like, no, it's a phase. Like, yeah, right. And I was sent to Jewish sleepaway camp and, um, I cried every day for a week straight because I'd never been away from home. It was a month long and I was a witch. And I just like (laughs) was so miserable and was like, I don't want to be here. And like wrote letters to Bastet, an Egyptian goddess I was working with and like read this book about goddesses and like, picked to do like all the stuff in the garden or like basket weaving or like random stuff I could mm-hmm. like make witchy and it was miserable but that was like when I was very young in Georgia and that's like when I discovered it and I lived my family was there up until three years ago I went to school in South Carolina and then moved here after graduating and from college in 2016 but it was like it was a lot I mean I was I feel like I had friends who like knew I was a witch like I remember being in sixth grade and like one of my friends from down the street came over and saw my altar. And then like later she was like, that was so, un- that's so unnatural. Cause I like, I had it in like a pentagram mm-hmm. and yeah. even at like 11, I was like, this is something that connects me to the earth. And you think it's unnatural. Like what's wrong with you? And like, I didn't really have a lot of friends. So witchcraft definitely saved me. It like gave me, it felt like I had a purpose. Um, but like my practice wasn't like super like serious. Like obviously now like it's, it's deeper cause it's been like a million years, but 
it was a lot. I mean, my dad's a rabbi and my wow. mom's from the Jewish community in Mexico City, which does exist. It's small. <laughs> and my sister's gay. So it's just like my family in Georgia was just like, yeah, it was do like you, a lot of us. Do you feel connected to the Jewish faith in any other ways, like culturally or? I mean, I'm like, I'm always going to be Jewish. Like, I don't identify with it religiously, but it's, yeah, it's my culture. It's like, I... I'm yeah I'm it's where I come from it's yeah what about your family how do they feel about um your practices and stuff um honestly like my parents were like really okay about it I mean my mom wouldn't really let me buy books with the word witch in it which again she comes from Mexico which their version of like witchcraft for them is very different than witchcraft here so um but they were, like, understanding. My dad was... I started writing about witchcraft for my blog, um, like, five years ago. And he was really worried that people were going to think I was a Satanist or evil or, like, whatever. Um, but, I mean, now they're, like, really proud of, of me. Yeah, well, it's got it. <laughs> That's amazing. Oddly, it seems kind of like an ultimate expression of, like, a successful jewish upbringing because it's so much about questioning things yeah. and figuring out kind of what's what's right for you on earth because the yeah. same, because afterlife doesn't exist the same way as it does for exactly. christianity and even the idea of like the devil it's or not, whatever yeah. being i i think i was wondering i'm glad lisa asked that because i was going to ask if you if you incorporate um any of your any any judaism into into witchcraft because yeah. it's always seemed much more mystical and open to that kind of stuff because I know there are like sects of Judaism that are even more mystical than Mm -hmm. Christian mystics and all of that too. Yeah. So I, for a long time, I like, since I just grew up so much around having this identity as a rabbi's daughter and like being in that world. I mean, I'm, my dad's reform. Like he's really liberal. Like it, he was like, he's always been accepting of my witchcraft and who I am and my sister and stuff. And like, not that my mom hasn't, but her, culture has made it so it's like it's more it's just different for her to adjust because she's not she was raised in a different more conservative conservative culture um I was really resistant to like working with like Jewish stuff and I kind of in some ways still am because like even the idea of like I mean I do spells on Friday all the time like Friday's my favorite day and like I like candles on Friday night but like I don't call it Shabbat like I I I don't think I'm ready to like infuse it that much, but, um, I'm, I just took a class this past week on like Western mystery tradition. So like it uses Kabbalah and like the tree of life and the angels names and like Hebrew letters for like a tradition of like ceremonial magic, um, which is like Aleister Crowley kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. Like I never thought I would like, like it, but, um, the woman I, I took the class from Naha House of Intuition, who's amazing. And um, the it was first off, it's amazing just having like a woman, female teacher with that kind of stuff. And then like having somebody like break it down. I just it was really cool. I'm really excited to like explore that. But I'm still learning to weave the really like religious parts of it with my cult, with my own practice. Mm-hmm. I think it can be a bit of a art as well like i was at lacma and there was this um i don't know what it was but it was art with jewish writing on it oh cool or hebrew writing i should say and uh some woman i just overheard some woman she thought it was um 
Egyptian or something. <laughs> and her dad had to be like, no, you're That's being hieroglyphs. super. That's hieroglyphs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, you're being super ignorant right now. And like, it was very interesting Salt to overhear. But I do think that is an interesting aspect of incorporating any sort mm-hmm. of religion into any sort of art or into the anything text. else is like how do i do this in a way that's respectful and also means what i want it to mean yeah for sure so i think that if you can think of it as an art form that might help you i love figure out some way to incorporate yeah and like in the in this tradition like the letters themselves are sacred because it's like all about like the vibrating of like the letters and like the name it's cool i'm excited to like continue weaving that path but i was definitely like it's taken me like 24 years to get here, sure. you know, or yeah. 12, however many I've been a witch. So, but <laughs> the rest well, of my I mean, life. Well, you when started you're young, so y- yeah. I like, I'm just like, got like super mad, like baby chills, just like hearing, cause like a lot of this like resonates with how I felt when mm-hmm. I was younger, but like you're s- meant to be so, con- I mean, I went to Catholic school. So like this, I think religious backgrounds do have some like interesting breeding grounds for alternative thinking because yeah. you're already mm-hmm. in these institutions of practice and ritual and then when you see other practices and rituals that look like what you want to be doing like anything that was like witch oriented i mean also some of my family backgrounds like have like some persian and hungarian so there are like my great grandma always had like little altars with like little jewelries Mm -hmm. and like stones and like keepsakes and pictures and like she was low-key a witch but didn't call herself a witch exactly so like yeah yeah, exactly like it's like and all these like women because i think i mean also like back in the day you didn't want to shout from the roof like i'm a witch by the way still are still dying in other parts of the world like the fact that that's Mm -hmm. for yeah and for dancing you know or for whatever yeah Yeah. well for being a woman it's like that is like our whatever you want to say witchcraft it's exerting beauty and moving your body in a way that isn't always allowed mm-hmm. or whatever doing mm-hmm. something like, own role. Y- yeah even i feel like even bringing life into the world is like that's Absolute. witchcraft Absolute. i mean it's not that we grow babies yeah. in our stomachs that's yeah. people grow babies yeah. in their stomachs what it's, how yeah. that that's yeah it's wild man but also i love Sa- the salem wax i know those salem wax be- i've been to salem only once but it did you feel know. very uh homecoming it was like oh yeah this was like i mean this was a town fo- now with all this history found around like i mean you guys like killed a bunch of like women, women. Yeah. <laughs> for like, what existing outside in their own rules yeah, and for doing what they want to do and, and barely for, even mean, doing yeah. that you know exactly. what i mean that. <laughs> certainly just on the existing. yeah well yeah. And have you guys seen the movie the witch a thousand a percent i love no. that movie i was black philip for halloween two years ago. <gasps> you were okay <laughs> i don't want to spoiler it everyone should watch the witch i think it's a very beautiful film but i think what that shows in movies and i like the perspective that movie did with like folklore uh you know pilgrimy t- or what i like not a historian but during that time just showed like you know there some people wanted fear. being a witch seemed fun you know mm-hmm. that seemed yeah. like the like oh what so i can either work on the farm for my shit dad who's like super christian like busting my ass or i could go hang out in the woods naked, naked. with all like the like yeah with all like yeah. the dope bitches in my in my village like that's like just way more yeah. appealing and maybe it just it is like that i mean it's just so fe- it is like the female energy mm-hmm. where like you know traditional religion or organized religion yeah. these major ones are all like men yeah. it's yeah. just well, like it's funny we speaking of i mean incorporating all of it and all of this we just did an episode on uh liliths mm. um which this is just reminding me of that how there's not really a word for like what kind of it's like they 
some people refer to it in astrology as like the female Mars, but we don't really in, at least in Western culture, have a word for what that kind of power is or like anger, sexuality, what, where it is. And I feel like that's totally this thing, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, Bye bitch. I'm not going to be under you. (laughs) I wanted to know, um, you mentioned, you know, not being able to read books with the word witch in it because, uh, or you know Baggage. that people might think a certain thing. Do you get a lot of that still, or any of it? I definitely do, but like, I get it from like random people who like find out I'm a witch and not really like, like the people who like read my work and like know who I am like, have access to know who a witch is if they don't already know it. But mm-hmm. I definitely do get like the random DMs or like my parents' friends or like random people on the street who see my pentacle bag and ask if I'm a witch and or what like you say like first off when people ask I'm if I'm a satanist I'm like you don't know what a satanist is because satanists are like better than a lot of people (laughs) I'm gonna do what I think is right and I'm gonna like honor what I want and like I'm not gonna hurt anybody and like the left-hand path is a lot it was very misunderstood and no satanism is kind of like wildly progressive and dope like it's like i mean i think just people think you know they want someone to blame and that's the devil like oh i want to like there's always a scapegoat but like mm -hmm. absolutely Um, and well and you mentioned i don't know if this was answered but like you like half mentioned like oh that's what my my mom is a witch but she won't say it so like is like does she have any kind of practice in like your mexican side have like any of that like mexican witchcraft or like is that like part of your like like i know we kind of talked about like your jewish side but Mm -hmm. does that come into your how your day-to-day operate i know it's kind of more you know in mexico it's different than everywhere else but so again since mexico is like a catholic country my mom my whole lineage is jewish we migrated to poland before the war from like in germany from germany and stuff um so like my like brujeria like my i do work like they use a lot of they use eggs carnations um and do like limpias which are like cleansings so, like i do do that and i do work with marigold which is um like what you use for dia de los muertos to like guide the spirits mm-hmm. back home mm-hmm. but yeah, we see call we saw coconut. Coconut. it's so good. <laughs> it's so good i so i do that i don't that's like not like um i probably should incorporate it more into my practice but it's that kind of stuff isn't really like my my mom's side of the family doesn't really do that like my mom's sister works with like tarot and angels and stuff and is doing that but like my we're jewish so it's like they don't really practice brujeria what is what does that uh jewish practice look like in mexico or like what is how and not we don't have to go too Mm -hmm. deep into like the formation of Mm -hmm. that or like how that happened but that's such that is like you said there are those people how how what's the the holocaust a lot of it a lot of it just from like different eras of persecution that we've been like we have to go somewhere who's gonna let us in but like a lot of like latin american and spanish countries were letting like we're letting jews in so like my mom's dad migrated from germany with his family during the second world war and then my mom's grandparents so my maternal great grandparents migrated from poland and one of the like the siblings came over and then helped all the other siblings come over and yeah it's crazy yeah. my family is also middle eastern and they also migrated through mexico yeah. it was very popular um i don't know if you guys know what el pastor is it's um they learned it from middle eastern people the spit roast yeah, oh the, i was gonna they, be like yeah, that is the, 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 yeah, like, that no, is the meat right it's the same meat that we make in shawarma or you yeah. know any of that yeah. 
and they it just developed because so many people were coming from Middle Eastern countries cool. fleeing persecution. That was just on that Netflix show, um, the David Chang one. Uh, that's like ugly delicious. They did one oh, on really? tacos, and they talked about how it's yeah, for the sure food, the food became influenced yeah, by for the sure Middle Eastern influence. Um, yeah. So, so what if someone were to ask you? I mean, you, like you said, there's a lot of misconceptions. Um, what? How would you explain what being a witch means? Or I mean. It, yeah. Is there a definition? Do you have, or do you have your own definition? I yeah. have my. I. I mean, I feel like every person is going to define it differently. Like, it's to me. It's. I mean, it's an identity. So it's you know it's different to everybody. I feel like it's, like yeah, it's just one of those words that it's going to be different. But to me, um, a witch is someone who lives in tune with the cycles of the earth, the cosmos, and themselves. Who works with energy, um, magic, which I define as energy plus action plus intention, and who lives consciously. Um, yeah. yeah. What are some Love of that. your favorite mm-hmm. practices? Like we talked about yoga and lighting candles and... Ooh, what yeah. else? What are your, I love. Your I love crystals. I love crystals. Yeah. So. Some of your favorite actions to put yeah. intention to. Um. So I've been doing like a morning practice almost every day, which has been really good. I'm super air signy, which I'm sure we'll get into. So mm, I like yes. am always oh, yeah. in my head and always needing to come back to my body. Um. Do yoga. I do a lot with tarot. I'll like pull tarot cards every day and write about them and journal, which is also really helpful to me as a writer. Um. I meditate. I work with sex magic, so I use masturbation and orgasms as a way to raise energy um hell yeah Yeah. it's fun and (laughs) it's just like such it just i mean an orgasm is like an intense release of energy yeah it's the same thing you're doing in a spell or ritual you're raising energy um i work with venus a lot and i'll like make things for her so incorporate like a lot of art um selfies like rant poetry random shit like that into my practice um i work with sigils which are like charge symbols um and then i use a lot of candles as well that's like a big i i use a candle for almost every spell just because it's like i keep it going for multiple days and then like it just makes it better i love it i love that's awesome fire thank you well also like i i'm just like loving everything you're putting down because i think this was also a big part of even why we started with working on an astrology podcast is i think and maybe it's just like womanhood and needing like permission but i think there is this like sometimes with astrology or witchcraft or like trying to get accustomed to a realm that's other it's like it feels like you need to be like a professional or know everything about it and it's just like refreshing to even hear just like doing these things that i never even think about as like practicing like Mm -hmm. witchcraft or well-being or like just like you know raising feminine energy Mm -hmm. is like i don't know it just is like i think and we hear a lot of that from our listeners it's like oh i feel like i have access to something that felt like it's there's so many well in order to be this you have to do this and know this certain much and have read all these books and it's like well i mean even talking about sex in this realm even in the even in the health realm sex is still put in its own category and Mm -hmm. it's like well this is part of wellness you know it's spirituality absolutely i feel like who i i i feel like for a lot of people who like have sex and enjoy sex you get the connection to like something bigger it's just like that kind of kind of pleasure is like it's just something more than just that i don't know i totally think it's all connected and um for me i think like witchcraft it's not like a thing i do like i don't i'm not just a witch when like i light my candles and do my magic it's like the lens through which i see everything else so it's like my interactions the way like i literally move through the earth and Mm -hmm. like look at the trees and like seeing them i work a lot with the moon which i didn't mention she's like 
my bitch i love the moon <laughs> um i time i do a spell out usually for each full and new moon or some kind of working or ritual um and i time a lot of my stuff around her um yeah are you are you looking up like are these spells like are these like old school ass spells or are you coming up with like your own writing and your own intentions and things or does it vary um so a lot of like the structure i think is like the the actual structure of it like timing my my spells through the cycle of the earth or the the what's called the wheel of the years like um my book comes out in september which is like right before the fall equinox the fall yeah the fall equinox um and like doing that kind of stuff and working with the moon in that way and like tarot i think is more of like the ancient part like i am doing spells that are like have been passed down but like for the most part i'm creating my own Mm -hmm. like the stuff between like I, the casting a circle and like using the using the elements and working with the elements and like working with the moon like that's all stuff we've all done in past lives like that's mm-hmm. stuff we all know but i'm creating my, most of my own spells and like actual rituals yeah Just, that's part of the like my favorite part is like actually creating you know like what i'm doing mm-hmm. that's but, awesome. well it's funny that you brought that up because i was just looking at i was looking to see if you had retrogrades in your chart uh to see if there was any anything there but you don't have anything except for chiron which is in virgo meaning to me that's like the the rules and structure being the thing that's the only thing that uh you're working through oh my god but i mean yeah it makes sense that you you know you've you're bringing a lot of wisdom into this lifetime Mm. i think inherited absolutely Absolutely. Thank you. You're welcome. This is one last like logistical question. Is your twin into this or yeah. like is this kind of your thing? She's like she uses Judaism as a framework for her like spiritual practice, but she I would I don't I wouldn't say she's like a practicing witch. Mm-hmm. Like she's not like I don't I don't think I've ever seen her like do a spell. Like mm-hmm. not that I don't know. Like I think she's like wants to get more into it, but like she doesn't practice it. Was that difficult for your relationship with each other? Um at any point? Not really. I think what more so my thing is like, I like being my own person. Like I've needed to be my own person, like being so Aquarius and then mm-hmm. also having this like person that like I grew up always like being compared to. I think that like having this, it's like just my thing, which like it's, you know, it's not like if she wants to practice, she yeah, can practice. Course. But I think it, it kind of made it like more special to me. It was like my, my thing. That's yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Think Aquarius. Like, yeah. Duh. yeah. <laughs> we have a bunch of Aquarius here. And I mean, that moon in Scorpio, too, is going to be a little bit digging deep and going oh, through yeah. under the surface stuff, stuff that's not really there. It's also a mind placement, just like Aquarius. I want this to be mine, you know? Yeah. How, how, how into astrology are you? I really like it. I mean, I'm not an astrologer and like, I don't know everything, but like I have like interviewed a bunch of astrologers, like written about it. So like, I mean, I don't necessarily know like all the ways the things interact, but like I've got a good grip on like the basics. I'd like to say, are you decently familiar with your like full chart or just certain planets or I'm pretty familiar with all them. Honestly, my main thing is just like forgetting what like some of the houses mean. Oh, okay, cool. But, like I oh, know yeah. for the most well, part we what it is. That. Well, we let's pull up your report. Shall yeah. we? You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I guess to start, um, I mean, as an, 
Aquarius. Do you feel Aquarian? I literally feel Aquarian as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like I love metallics. I feel like I'm an alien and I want to be my own person and save the planet. Well, and yeah. I smoke a lot of yeah. weed. And hate te- I don't like technology. It doesn't like me. Oh, but my sister it. likes technology and it works for her. Huh? That so I well I'm not, I'm just saying I'm like we've never had a twin on and now I'm thinking yeah. of all of these other things that I'm like. Oh. Did something just speak? What was that? I think that might have been Alexa hearing <laughs> me. Oh, <laughs> oh. Tech- I also technology. hate AI more than like anything. Me. Also, that's so funny that you were just like I hate technology. <laughs> and she was like, she's like, sorry, I didn't hear that. <laughs> hear me? Oh my god, Alexa, please stay out of this. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. <gasps> Whoa. Oh my God. I didn't even know you had an Alexa. I don't like you. <laughs> She's in the corner. Let's all stop saying her name too. Oh, yeah. Like, um, like Voldemort. <laughs> 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 she who will not be named lest she join the podcast. Okay. We should, we should have Alexa on the podcast next week. I think that'd be like so funny. Um, so you, you identify with your Aquarian nature. Mm-hmm. Let's get, I mean, big three is usually like what most people know about. As your big three combos, Scorpio, Moon, Libra, Rising, how are we feeling about this? Are you like, do you see yourself in these? Like how, what's your relation or like just vibery with, with your, I, these big three and other placements in your chart if anything sticks out for you? I feel like my chart, I feel like I'm a very, like, I'm like, I look at my chart, I'm like, this makes sense. I'm like, really, I love being my own person. I love like thinking about weird stuff and like I definitely identify with Aquarius stuff also Scorpio I write really emo poetry like (laughs) I like to think about like all like death reincarnation like all the stuff that witchcraft delves into like all that shadowy stuff I like definitely dwell there and then also get jealous not I've I've worked a lot to like learn about myself through the lens of jealousy because it's like not I don't think it's something that's always there like I definitely do get envious and do get jealous and like have you know like learned about it but I definitely feel that and then Libra rising I feel like is vaguely boring honestly but like she's my planetary ruler and I love Venus so I'm like that's chill I like that that's <laughs> so interesting because most of your um trines well all of them yep your trines in your chart, which are the positive interactions in your chart, are all with your ascendant. So I think oh it's funny that you don't uh, necessarily like it. Or but that's well, like, like I the, mean that's cl- I feel like this is like a classic. Astro- I think this is what interesting with astrology is the parts of our charts or planets or placements that we're like, and that is like whatever is always the part that's like has a huge interaction well, with other stuff. It vibes with your sun and with Venus, but you have a lot of squares, which are a lot of like block roadblocks. You know um, what I mean? Um, so there are things that don't necessarily get along. Uh, you've obviously found a way to make them work. Aquarius and Scorpio can be a little yeah. head buddy, two sides yeah. of the same coin sometimes, but then the Libra is there too. Balance it out. Balance it out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And be like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Oh, you got, but which well, part were you saying was like the jealousy? Or could be the Scorpio But you know what's I'm funny? I think Aquarians, this is a, I think they don't want to say it. It's a fixed sign thing. And I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Aquarians is necessarily jealous, but I think sometimes some Aquas I know can have a hard time rooting for other people. Like it's like a, it's like a, a false sense of competition. And I think they're the air sign that doesn't want to act like they care but it's that fixed air that like this is just from like 
anthropological anthropological like source you know knowing people where it's like it's it's recognizing that other people's success isn't your failure you know know what i mean i've definitely like i feel like that's something i've just like worked on in my life to Mm -hmm. like view other women as like collaborators and not competitors Mm -hmm. but i definitely i i i think for me it's more of like as far as feel because for me jealousy is like really just mostly like romantic because for other stuff and even for that i'm like there's always gonna be somebody prettier there's always gonna be somebody better or smarter or that does more but there's never gonna be anybody who's me so i just mm-hmm. have to be so me that nobody else can compete because you're not me mm-hmm. i is- think jealousy too sometimes can be um like an indicator of where yeah where maybe you are feeling some shame or some pain or something that you're not uh or where you're feeling maybe inadequate or where you're wishing you were being recognized for something more yeah um but I think jealousy especially being a woman is something that we're like told that we have have. and that we're that it's that either you are like supposed to really lean into it and be like you know don't like uh, the pettiest be, bitch yeah, or whatever super petty or you're like not you're supposed to be a cool girl and like not get jealous i don't care yeah. whatever yeah. but it's like you're always, neither of those yeah. are true you you're know? gonna be I, I just like know i'm gonna feel jealousy so now i just know how to deal with it and i don't feel it as much but i feel like for me it's like aquarius is like oh my god feelings like fuck that like i'm, I'm gonna push you away and then the scorpios like gets jealous about stuff but i feel like they compliment each other in a bad way I'm curious about Scorpio moons because both my parents are Scorpio moon and I have a decent amount of friends who are too. And I feel like whenever I try to talk to them about it, there is like a defensive layer that's like, well, none of that's true. And it's like, it's like, actually, I don't like, it's like, I don't want to be like, you're in denial, but it's like, I would love, I don't know if, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to learn more about Scorpio moonness because I love so many people who have this. So like, there's obviously something there that I'm. I'm digging. I like, like for me, I mean, I definitely do get jealous and like, I definitely always want to be right. Like I love it when mm. like, like men telling me I'm, I'm right is like my kink. Like I love it, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm not always right. And I don't actually always want to be right, but I feel like I love Scorpio people like just generally. And I think it's, I, I'm a very emotional person. Like I feel a lot just generally. And like my Scorpio moon is I think why I can feel the range of emotions so deeply because I can feel like the gross, dark emotions, shadowy stuff more. But that also allows me to feel like all the, the pleasure and happiness. Yeah. You got your moon in your first house, which is wonderful. But that's, I think that's what you're talking about too, where it's like, it is, I think that's why jealousy can be so intense because it is like your identity that is on the line when it's there. But I think also being experiencing all of those full ranges of emotions, the dark and the light, all of the, those things are also part of your identity too, which is beautiful and makes you have access to that which like you said, Aquarius is such an intellectual uh, distancing themselves kind of sign or can be. Well, I think actually Aquarius is uniquely able to intellectualize those feelings, Mm -hmm. which speaks to what you're saying, people being in denial, where you're saying, I do get jealous, which a lot of people won't even say those words. So Mm -hmm. it's like this sign, your sun sign is uniquely able to be like, I do see what's under there Mm -hmm. and I do feel it and it's okay and I'm going to, the Scorpio feels it, but your brain, your sun sign yeah. intellectualizes it and can speak it. Well, yeah. and I feel like also Libra too. Like what a like a nice like bow to put on <laughs> that like Aquarian Scorpio energy of just being like, 
okay, I know I'm overthinking about probably everything and I'm like, and like I'm like light years beyond everyone and I feel like I'm emotionally also light years beyond everyone and guess what? I'm going to like work through it, talk to my people about it and then also like present it in a way that's like, like I hate saying pretty. I mean, actually, let's reclaim pretty. Like pretty. Pretty is a good, pretty are, yeah, yeah, glamorous like in ways that are like make people happy. Well, I'm just looking at this the rest of you uh, on the chart <laughs> too, but I would I would venture to say you are actually probably Scorpio dominant. I've is that is that the thing where you like look to see like the actual percent of each? Yes, thing? I'm like pretty sure that's true. I'm, yeah. Because I'm your your Juno is in Scorpio. Also, your North Node is in mm-hmm. Scorpio, um, and that again with all of this like not with having very fe- with having almost no retrograde. Um, I think that's interesting that you. Uh, this lifetime for you is about learning about those cycles mm-hmm. about death and rebirth and the and well, that's dark, Scorpio taboo, dark, and all of it. Aquarius too are yeah. are so about cycles and patterns death and rebirth the inheritance the inheritance of feeling the inheritance mm-hmm. of knowledge all of that stuff getting passed down through generations through other witches mm-hmm. through other women mm-hmm. through cycles of life and and the plants that die and re- regrow and all of that yeah i mean i think it's cool that you even use the words like uh, uh cycles that's how you live your life too that it's that to me says you're for sure like you're on your path Thank like you're you. doing yeah you're doing the thing that's gonna bring your which i think it's cool too that that's very Aquarian to me of just like knowing pretty early on in your life what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, or I mean, not necessarily like career wise, but having like an identity mm-hmm. like that being like, this is, well, it's this that is my chart. The chart shape too mm-hmm. is this like, does that, everything is that on a part of that? I didn't think about It's like that. all, you know, one point of view, one going one way or all, you know, kind of all oh, on yeah. one side. And you oh, do yeah, have this the- Chiron placement that kind of points you in a direction, you know, Ooh. but here you are just, at the bottom I don't know yeah. like a baby I don't know why I'm baby, <laughs> doing baby, baby arms, baby arms. <laughs> well, and that's another thing I'm like mad interested with Aquarians too is I feel like and th- again this is just social sampling like I feel like like they're just so blessed to like have this sense and maybe it's just being like later you know towards the end of the zodiac is just like knowing uh, like a young sense of knowing who they are is like a very like a trend I've seen and then also like having like that sense of style from like an like they can't like wear what everyone else is wearing like that and especially when you have venus in aquarius as well like there's just like that's like not fucking happening Mm -hmm. not under my watch is Mm -hmm. is very and i know you you know work in fashion and blogging and all that stuff so that like i'm just like bringing a lot of truths but then mars in aquarius is also and Pisces Mercury. I Do you know, feel right? like you have an unusual way of approaching relationships? Oh whether my God, yeah. Whether <laughs> serious or not. I've never had a boyfriend. I'm 24. So. Oh, no date. No That's dating. I've I like didn't have a boyfriend until I was almost 30. So whoop, it's whoop. fine. I have like have somebody call my ex, but like we weren't like ever actually like really dating. It just like it dragged on for so long and he fucked me up for so long that I just like refer to him as my ex. Mm, fair. And I've like dated like I don't really I don't like dating casually. I'm, I don't know if that's in my chart, but if that's Scorpio was, for sure. And Aquarius. Yeah. I'm just like, no, I think Aquarius is cat. Like, Oh yeah. Casual. I thought you said you oh, do I, like oh, dating. Casual. No, 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 no. I oh. don't like dating. Okay. Casual. Yes. No, but Scorpio I, also, I love no like, I'm really social and like if I, but I have to like, we, ha- I have to like vibe with somebody and have chemistry to want to go on a bad, like to yeah. even maybe go on a bad date with them. I mean, obviously good dates, 
you know, I can yeah, tell, but, but like it's you don't know if it's gonna be good or exactly. bad yeah. when you meet I someone. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. it's hard. But like if I don't vibe with somebody, like and there's like no chemistry, I'm like I feel like I can tell early on. Just I don't know what it. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't no. Really I go yeah. Dating also, and then Venus in the fourth house, so you're like if it's not for probably if it's not for like what you're saying if it's not for keeps it's like well why i have other shit it's like i have other shit to do i have like other things that make up my home structure and my life and like going back into rituals and doing that so it's like what's the point and i think yeah also the aquarian venus nature is probably like i'm too smart for this Mm -hmm. like i know what this i know what this is like i know who you are i've dated you before like I'm let's like, move it let's keep yeah. it moving definitely like intentional like i'm chill with casual but like i just like need to know what's going on and also like i just 99 percent of my time is spent with women like i i date men i love men but like i just i i don't know i haven't really like been dating that much this past couple years i'm like i don't have time to like hang out with somebody who might suck like <laughs> obviously no, like if sure. i vibe with you like let's go on a date but i just haven't those yeah. men are far few between and i'm not gonna settle hey i mean yeah. we nothing, we nothing we know i mean well it's also like why it, it is like the like why and also i think i mean when people people come into your life when they're supposed they're to too. yeah i'm like i know like i I'm not going to date somebody my age. Like I need somebody older and like, I don't want to have somebody who's threatened and I just, I'm not playing small. Do you, do you feel like you have a lot of people to take care of? You have so many placements in this fourth house. Is it, is there a lot of family stuff that goes on or do you feel like you take on a lot in general family of friends or family of, Ooh, that's actually interesting. I've never had anybody ask me that that way. I definitely like nurture people. I'm close with my family, but actually like something I've been thinking about recently is how like I have a twin sister and our charts are the same, but they manifest so differently. And I think that's her. Like she's the one that like my, like my parents would go to first for stuff or like she ha- like has recently like learned to like really create boundaries. Cause like she's a giver and like people take advantage of that mm-hmm. for me. I'm like, you're not taking advantage of me. I learned in like middle school that like, I don't want emotionally needy friends. And, but does that manifest in other ways in your life where you're like, I don't want to take care of you. So I'm not going to date you kind of mm-hmm. like this conversation. Yeah, that, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Like I'm not anybody's mom or therapist. I was literally talking to my therapist about that a couple of <laughs> weeks ago. I was like, I, you know, like I, I'm really nurturing and I'm very supportive. And like, I have recently realized that like I put, you know, like I'm, giving more than I'm receiving for some relationships. And I'm definitely like constantly evaluating those boundaries to see like who's honoring my energy as well. And, um, I think as I get older, I'm getting better at that. But with dating, it's, I think that definitely is like why I'm not, I just like won't settle. Cause I'm like, I'm doing my own inner work and like, I'm going to mm-hmm. keep growing. Yeah. And if you're not going to grow with me, then go away because <laughs> you're going to get left behind if you're not doing your growing and I can yeah. help facilitate it, but I can't force you. On I think path. too, women Ain't, get expected amen, to do most mm-hmm. of the work and be in mm-hmm. the least amount of power in yeah. relationships. And no, that's yeah. not right. Well, that's why I'm just so glad too. like, I wish this word existed or we were more knowledgeable of it when I was, 18 19 20 21 was gaslighting yeah. oh yeah holy shit like once i like learned what that is i was like oh i've been gaslit my whole life like yeah. i'm always crazy. crazy like for wanting to know and communicate and have clear boundaries about like what's going on mm-hmm. well and also just like being allowed to be mad like being allowed yeah. to have uh, any op- opinion on on the things and it's just like you're not thinking right like just undervaluing how someone's feeling in the moment even if someone is maybe 
flying off the rails like reacting emotionally let them like well, you need to like just let space them for it don't judge it like, yeah yeah also this idea of like what are you on your period and it's like so what uh, if i am shouldn't you be being nicer to me because yeah. of it <laughs> i'm in pain physically yeah mm-hmm. it's like not i wish one i w- there's some guys where i'm like i just wish you'd get your period yeah once. so you'd understand once is there so a spell you- for that reverse engineer that um I guess this kind of piggybacks on maybe like a dating or friendship vibe, but like, and we don't, I mean, we express our opinions here wild and free and there's no bad signs, only bad people. But do you, do you have any, like, we kind of touched on that you like Scorps. Are there other signs that you're like, oh my God, Favy faves. And then do you have any that you're like, I don't like, I'm learning to get them. Like we don't have to say hate. It's a strong yeah, word, but sometimes yeah. we do. Sorry. Maybe there's a certain sign that's like helping you learn lessons. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing this very like um uh not woke, but in like a loving like, compassionate. We're trying to be loving yeah, compassionate. Most enlightened kind. Well, I'm feeling like such we're, like loving energies for me that I'm like, well, I'm not gonna be like my normal Pisces Mercury. Yeah, I know. I'm like uh, but, yeah. let's accept all I definitely let's accept everyone I guess. Like no? Scorpios, but I feel like the I'm I haven't flirted or been with one in a while because my ex like it was just i was were just, they I a, a were they a he was a all right yeah, yeah that's all i needed to know like um he was just was not a good person and it was just a lot um i had a thing for virgos but it's it's like just like i'm not dating but like hooking up with virgos mm-hmm. and like i feel like they're like like some of them are actually kinky and then some of them are like pretend to be kinky and very vanilla which is like fine but it was just not what i was expecting and then i i like i don't think i can be like honestly if i had to be like i don't think i could be with an earth sign i'm like i don't think i could be with a virgo like i would have to obviously see like their other charts but like sun virgo men is just i'm like done with that i've recently really liked sagittarius men and my mom's a sagittarius i just looked at my dad's full chart the other day um what's okay I love. Do you guys like look at your parents' chart? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're 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 actually. uh, (laughs) Yeah, we're having some. We're having some parents come on (gasps) soon. Amazing. So we can yell at them. (laughs) So like, my mom's a Sag, and then my dad's. I think like a Sag rising, or like, we all have each other in our charts. Like my Mm -hmm. mom's an Aquarius moon, which is my son. My dad is a Gemini moon, and then my dad has a shit ton of Sagittarius in his chart. My mom has a lot of Scorpio in her chart, but. Mm I think it's funny, but I really like Sagittarius's. I think that's like my current, my current pick. I'm just like, I need fire. I'm a snake. Like I'm all air and water. I need a warm rock. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's a good, I, I think that's a good match, especially you were saying, you know, someone older, I think, uh, you know, those Sag men are going to sow their oats for a while. Oh, I uh, see a nice like salt and pepper. I don't know if we're going, how old we're going, but like, I see a nice, yeah, Delphi Mm -hmm. Sag who like, Artie's like figure well they're also Sagittarians we've talked about before it's like they're fun like they're some of my favorite I mean fire like they're interesting fire signs because I think like where Aries can be really about themselves and Leos can be about themselves in a quieter way yeah Sagittarians like I feel like can make their fun lives a part of their careers and a part of like life to have fun me too and that's like literally it's it's so funny. I feel like my parents are such good examples of the signs. Like when I not like when I think of like Saj, like Saj when I think of my mom and she's totally like that, like bigger picture, like humanitarian, but also like she's like life is a party. Like you should enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I love that. Like I like that Sages are independent. I like 
don't want to like settle down anytime soon so yeah them i'm like it's perfect mm. like, Neither do they. yeah i think yeah. sag aquarius too is also like a good um match for wanting their relationship to be like something bigger mm-hmm. to or like as at relationship as connection to uh source or that it is like you you bring out those things in each other of like uh, you know, we maybe maybe not actually work together, but those th- where it's like they all. I think Sagittarians want to. They're hard to pin down, but when they are pinned down, it's for, um, yeah. You know, it's like we we we're serving something Bigger else, or that yeah. it's this is uh in in ex- the in in the name of expansion, whatever mm. that means, whether it be for other people or for just mm-hmm. each other. Mm. I love that. Um circling back to witchcraft witchcraft read is there do you use or like does astrology how does astrology mix with witchcraft i guess or like do you have any for our listeners i guess is there anything that they can do mixing astrology practice with witchcraft like or just i don't even know if there's an answer for this but yeah yeah. i mean all every full moon and new moon is going to be in a different sign mm-hmm. so that's like to me like that's really how i tie most of it obviously like i pay attention to eclipses and those like energy portals but i mean when i celebrate the full moon like i know that it's going to be in pisces and like what like next this friday what day of the week uh, is it friday? sunday uh, the 26th sunday. okay good to know i have like got it, it yeah. got into my plan perfect <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so like i i mean i use like the moon and then i use what she's in and what the sun is in i time a lot of my stuff by the moon um like spells and rituals if i'm not doing it exactly on the full or new moon i'll look and see like what like i usually do it on friday if it's for like love or venus and i'll associate you know like i'll do spells based on the day of the, like what what planetary ruler that day has mm-hmm. mm. we we're um, just talking we're in a, we have a facebook group for our listeners and we were just kind of talking about like day rulers mm-hmm. like just kind of even breaking down you know the bigger picture of astrology from you know just beyond months and years to like the day yeah Yeah. and like i mean a lot like i haven't been doing this lately because i've been like working from home and not and just doing like random makeup but i'll look to see what the moon is in and then like base my makeup off of that to kind of like work with her oh that's cool hey girl that feels very libra oh yeah (laughs) oh venusian as fuck (laughs) um does judaism use the lunar calendar as well yeah Yes, so does Orthodox, uh, whatever my family practices. (laughs) So interesting to have those uh, patterns established at a young age. Yeah, it even honestly like didn't really connect it because I forgot because they're like the Jewish calendar is like totally different. I don't even. Yeah, that's the way you you and your sister can come together and do stuff, or I don't know, just an idea. What do you know? What day of the week you're born on? I mean, we could, fi- we could, I don't know what day of the week. I, I didn't know if it on. had like a, I'm a, t- I've like always known it was a Tuesday. I feel like that's my answer, but maybe it's not true. I'm a Tuesday. You're a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I am too, but now I think I'm just <laughs> saying it because everyone else said it. Who knows? I'll have to, you were born on Wednesday. Ooh. Just so you know. Okay. Is that, no, is that Mars? Is Wednesday Mars? Uh, I think it's Mercury, but that I'd have to check. Sense. I just remember like my, it's. Just thinking about like the little ways that like witchcrafts like was like slightly inserted. Like my grandma always did the like Monday's child full of grace t- or a f- fair of face. Tuesday's child full of grace. Wednesday's child is full of woe. Thurs- <laughs> Thursday's child has far to go. Friday's child is loving and giving. Saturday's child works hard for a living. Saturn. 
And Sunday's Child, uh, something day is something and something and gay. (laughs) 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 And it's like tight. It's like just like jolly and like soup. But it's like all all kind of like mixed into there. I love it. Um, I'm trying to oh and Jupiter Scorp yeah that makes I'm just seeing like I mean everything is a Scorp it's a lot of Scorp I mean I see I see I see the Scorp in you thank you yeah <laughs> um so you have a book coming out yes. on September fourth called Inner Witch so this yes. will be out before then yes. so people can pre-order yeah. and whatnot so- um I also just can't believe. I mean, I can be after now speaking with you for this time, too. But um, how did the book come about and what's the you know, what's that process been like? It's been so I got a the best DM of my life on Twitter and I well, I had a, I. OK, so I had my column for Nylon for already about like a year and a half called Ask a Witch. And it's exactly what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. One of the questions I always get is I'm need a witchcraft. What books do you recommend? And one particular day, it was the last day of February two weeks earlier or like right my birthday's february 2nd and like right after that was an eclipse and i did a honey jar spell to like bring in abundance and i was like driving to work and somebody asked me what book on witchcraft i recommended and i was like i could write a book about this and then i get to work i check twitter i have like a tweet from an editor who's asking to follow me so she can dm me and then she DMs me and tells me she loves my work for Nylon and Broadly. And if I wanted to write a book about witchcraft. And I was like, mm-hmm. like yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like literally like four months before, like at the end of 2016, I was like, so many people are writing about witchcraft. Like, I don't want to write about witchcraft anymore. Like, I'm going to get back into fashion and do like menswear. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like so over like so many people doing it. And then my editor, Laura, approached me and then I was like, OK, universe, I see you. And like made a proposal and it was accepted by eBerry and then wrote it while working full-time at hello giggles and then it came out in march and then i had to like re-edit everything and reread my book like a million times and now it's like gonna be here and that's, that's awesome that is. that's so cool yeah. it's so great that i mean i'm glad that we were talking about this because i was gonna be like what should we read but that's, i'm like it's your book yeah. that's the answer <laughs> that's so aquarius too to be like i don't want to write about this anymore because like everyone's doing yeah it. it's just like the market was oversaturated i mean there's just like so many people and i was like i don't it's it's still crazy to me like i mean i had like my dad's grand i my whole family's jewish my dad's grand my dad's parents were like in concentration camps like the fact that I got to write about being a witch as like a living is like crazy to me. Like that is some like beautiful, it's a privilege, it's karma and it's, it's a responsibility. So I'm definitely like, I think I was like, I didn't feel like I needed to, my voice didn't need to be in that pool and the universe told me it did. Mm-hmm. So I listened. You make me yeah. want to cry. Like, I, know that's be- I was just going to ask, do you feel like you find it easy to, to, um, embrace those opportunities that are presented to you in the i mean because it's i mean you're young and it seems like you've been able to like follow those things pretty easily you know i don't know how quickly you started writing out of college or if you were already writing in college but um yeah what is is that something that you've always been good at or has that been a process for you um i'm learning to receive every day it's really hard as far as like opportunities i mean when i was 14 i would decided I wanted to be a fashion writer and like started a fashion blog the next year and had it for like seven years like went to college to do like fashion writing and like literally just thought I was gonna be a fashion editor and like I recently got back into fashion writing but like that was my vision for so long and like I just kind of fell into like writing about witchcraft because I started about I started like writing it in relationship to fashion and then just witchcraft and like 
I, I mean, I know a sign when I see one, I think like sometimes it's hard. I think for this book thing, like saying yes to the opportunity was easy, but then having it come out and receiving like the praise and like that has been what's been like difficult to receive Mm -hmm. and like learning that I'm worthy. And like, I was, I mean, this is, I was just talking about this with my mom, like 90% of the book writing, it was like the best and I loved it. And like, I had so much fun and like, it felt so special, but like there was like a few months in there where I was just like overwhelmed and stressed and had imposter syndrome and it was really difficult. And like, I think it was also just cause I was like working on so many other things, but like actually writing it was like, I loved it. And I totally like lost the first half of my train of thought. But, <laughs> no, but, but, but you just touched on something that I think, especially with women. And I have this like every time before we come record is like imposter syndrome. Who am I to, be this person that gets to talk about this who's who's like allowing me to have this microphone is like oh me yeah. like and like all these other great people and i think it's just like cool to hear you even like speak on this because i think a lot of people feel like they go through that in their day to day and it's like you're meant to be here yeah. you're meant to be doing what you're doing um and you don't need all the answers like and if i don't ever yeah. want to know all the answers i want to always like learn more like mm-hmm. perfection is fake and i don't even want to be perfect it's too much stress okay yeah you can't date a virgo yeah (laughs) (laughs) too much pressure like and if you feel like you're meant to be somewhere else you know take the steps like if you Mm -hmm. if you're really unhappy and you're really where you're not supposed to be and your job is really hard and your people are awful dance teacher awful to you you know Mm -hmm. then you can take those steps Mm -hmm. to walk away too find something also eclipse seasons are real (sighs) y'all oh my god (laughs) but they're so good about like being like next what's next phase what's next chapter i mean we just went through i just feel like my problem is always being there always be like what's next what's next like today in therapy my therapist like you're already thinking about what's next like be present with this book thing like it is so like we're not taught to like receiving like we're not taught to Mm -hmm. receive like receiving is an active thing yeah that's i've (sighs) talked to my therapist about this that it your brain will always uh consciously make negative connections to things like that's a thing that's always going to be embedded in your brain because it's survival instinct Mm -hmm. but in order to make like a positive association to something it takes like 20 to 30 seconds of intentional noticing like oh I feel good right now because Mm. this thing happened and now like my brain will associate these things so like being present it it, you're right it's it is not a natural state for Mm -hmm. us unless we do it in very intentionally well there are studies about relationships too where it's like the number there's like a certain number if you cross over positive to negative things you say to your partner where your relationship starts to decline because um you know and i think it's like you have to say like five to one five positive things for every one negative thing um as a words of affirmation person definitely believe that (laughs) but it's hard when you know sometimes when there are negative things happening Mm -hmm. or somebody's having a hard time or loses their job or whatever it's hard to keep them yeah Yeah. Yeah. that like make you feel that put you back in your center because like there's always going to be shit i think gratitude is like such such magic like you know, I, I'm law of law of attraction, Abraham Hicks. I think there's some problems with that because of like just socioeconomic stuff. Mm-hmm. But like being you can be grateful like that your body works properly. Like you can really be grateful for anything. And like once you start to do that, then things shift. But it's hard. I mean, 
Well, and you forget that our, we are entities on a planet, yeah. and when you when negative things get thrown at us, even if it's small, it sticks. It's, it's small, like there's yeah. that residualness. It sticks in your body, sticks on your stuff. I'm like all about like I think homes carry like. I, I'm a I'm a ghost believer. I think like shit sticks on walls and like all of that. So, I mean, yeah, channel it back in. We all deserve everything. <laughs> Y'all do too. Everyone listening Everybody deserves just, everything. There's yeah, a there's seat at the table for everyone. Yeah. Like just We're rising up together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that. Well, I do have like. Well, yeah. this is very different. Um, <laughs> um, but Let's we shift completely. This is this is super shift gears. Do you know Mary Fuck Kill? Duh. Okay, we <laughs> had. She grew I up. <laughs> I did grow up in Georgia, so I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's probably called something different in Georgia, but <laughs> but we have we have two rounds. Okay, they are both your Aquarius Sun and Scorpio Moon celebs, so they share your okay. Sun and Moon, okay. and we're gonna all marry, fucking kill them. Okay. This first one, actually, usually I'll search to see if they have your rising too, and usually it's like some like composer from the 20s and we're like we don't, we don't know that person so it's not as fun but this one we'll know phil collins has your <gasps> sun moon and rising my mom loves phil collins like i remember specifically as a child her being like i love phil collins but like, are you gonna marry him oh my god that's, <laughs> that's so that's yeah. fucking weird <laughs> she's a witch okay well he, like, i grew up in parentheses some exact kind of big three invisible um, touch um, <laughs> i don't know if i uh, will get quite the same excitement from your mom but uh guy fieri uh, oh my god no <laughs> oh i was like fuck yeah dude dude. dude i'm so stoked for whoever's next um, <laughs> no, but and, it's hard for me and everyone's favorite elf elijah wood Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Mine's Cutie. easy. Mary, right. fuck Hill. Oh. Any instincts from Gabriella? All right. Wait, Elijah Wood? Elijah Wood is, an o- is on the table oh my here. God. Marry him, fuck Phil Collins, and kill whoever was the other person. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Oh, yeah. Which a is- thousand percent kill him. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like we're hard opposites <laughs> here. I'm, I'm going to have to kill Elijah Wood. Whoa. And uh, I'm going to marry Guy Fieri. I've heard <gasps> Phil Collins is very mean. I've heard yeah, he's, he's very, very mean. Yeah, he's the most hated man in yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. Wait, really? Yes. He's what? Like, he's like notorious for being off I've really? never yes. heard that. Maybe I've never heard that. Really I have a theory so. about yeah. <laughs> I, I'm definitely going to have sex with him. You have to have yeah. sex with Phil Collins. For sure. Uh, yeah. I have a theory about why. It's because he is a drummer front man and they are monsters. Mm. <laughs> this is true. Someone who is meant to be in the back and keep the band together but also <laughs> wants to be in the front at the same time is not a good person. What about the Screamer band people like in the back that were like screaming and playing? similar vibe similar vibe i mean but 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 i mean but phil collins too i mean come on like don henley another one i love the eagles but (laughs) don henley is a monster absolutely no questions asked so was that a fuck or i'm gonna fuck (laughs) phil collins I'm gonna marry Guy Fieri and I'm gonna Whoa. kill Elijah Wood. Guy Fieri's Whoa. dope. He used to bring his son on his cooking show and shit. He's cool. There was one show that he had where his son was like getting ready to go to college and I they went on this trip. <laughs> he does like a bunch of like he's, charity work and he, shit. He's, he's very charitable. for the firefighters in the yeah. car fire. He's like a good person. You guys, I did the casting on Guy's Grocery Game. So yeah. um, he's very. <laughs> ultra- his hair unforgivable. His look unforgivable. I can see it. I couldn't even put like a mask on him. I just can't. <laughs> uh, I will kill Guy Fieri. I will marry Elijah and fuck Phil Collins Woo-hoo! because I mean, Elijah's like not my type necessarily, but he's a pretty. Like, he's a pretty man. I'll go. I'll, I'll roll with that. Round two. Oh, for this is for the femmes. Natalie and Bruglia. 
Who's that? <gasps> Torn. Torn. I'm torn and I am shame. Lying Rich. naked on the floor. Oh but my. Okay, that, yeah. like the 90, like the yes. Yeah, song? yeah. Okay. She's cute. I think she might be Irish. Australian. Australian. Sorry, she's guys. For, maybe maybe from New Zealand, but she was a former soap star oh, before, oh, cool. before the song. Uh, Denise Richardson. Okay. okay. I like know yeah. that is, but I don't know what she looks like. I'm You'll so see, bad at pop culture. I'm so bad. Like, we'll pull. We'll pull pics so we cool. can do some like and, um, and Molly like, and Molly Ringwald, who we okay. pretty in pink. Yeah, I know who she is. Okay, mm-hmm. I was I was I was gonna be like. Oh, okay, I've seen. Her. We're getting yeah. some visual. Re- we're getting some. This is just for the round. We're getting some visual I don't references. Know if this is a queer. These are like all three people. I would like never like. I can't remember the last time I thought about any of them. Well, that's fair. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I can't remember the last time anyone thought about these people. To be honest, okay, except for cool. me and Natalie and Brulia, because we were just singing it the other day. This is uh, why that it's like hard to find people with the sun and moon, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is. It's also. This is just no, primal. No, like this amazing. is primal instinct here. Tell me. Uh, all right. Who we fucking? Wait, who we? What Marian? is Natalie? Oh, we got it. Do we got? Do we got stats on Nats? <laughs> 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 Natalie and Brulia is. Beautiful. She is beautiful. Like, Ooh, okay, I'm gonna marry Natalie. I'm gonna fuck Denise. I'm gonna kill Molly. Sorry, Molly. I'm yeah. Same, 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 same. You're <sighs> same. Who were you marrying? Nat. Um. N- yeah. yeah. And fucking Denise. Fair, yeah. Very fair. Mm-hmm. I think I have to do the same. And it's not a beauty thing, Molly Ringwald. <laughs> Or an age thing. I just don't. I don't vibe. vibe. Yeah. I don't vibe. I never watched the movie. Sorry. I've watched them. I'm just like not in 80s. Yeah. I I never like repeat watch them. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to her on a podcast once and I also was just like, I don't know. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Molly. You can come on. Change your mind. I know, but. I'm going to flip my Mary and fuck. I'm going to marry Denise. She's from suburbs of Chicago, oh, as, cool. as am I. So we'll have, you know, we can plenty to talk about. Also, plenty to talk about. And going home for the holidays, easy. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. A marriage I think she also might be a Taurus. I'll have to. No, she's an Aquarius. We just. Oh, my fucking God. Why did, why did I think she was a. Why did I think she was a. Um, a tourist. She must have. Oh my maybe goodness. she has something else. That's fucked up. I just found maybe out yesterday rising. that Beyonce is also Scorpio Moon Libra Rising. I'm like pretty sure, which uh, makes me really happy. Uh, yeah, I love awesome. it. Well, thank do you we, so much. Do we, yeah, so do we, I was gonna say, do we have any well, final? I was gonna say, not. In, I don't mean to put you on the spot for it, but I was looking at your Instagram and I thought some of your mantras were very beautiful. <gasps> thank do you, you have? Something that you would feel uh, comfortable just leaving with our listeners for, I mean, it could just be advice for the week or just a, maybe it could be an all time mantra that you really like or what you like a philosophy. I have, okay. My two favorite mantras that I've been using, we'll say the, my favorite mantras to like, remember that everything will be chill is the universe is working in my highest favor. And if it doesn't serve me, let it go. If it doesn't serve you, let it go. And then, like, the one that I use when I have, like, low self-esteem since I was, like, 20 is I'm a sex kitten. I have men drooling at my feet, which Ooh. really works, honestly, because, nah. like, makes me feel no, good. It's my friend. My friend used to say whenever I walk into a room, like, I used, I think that I'm, like, I'm the I'm the most attractive person here and everyone wants to fuck me. And it, 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 it does. Yeah, it, like, it just changes your vibe. And then people, like, feel it. And um, my other thing is to breathe because none of us breathe enough like that's true actually like exhaling through your mouth like making any weird sounds you need to make and like feeling how your body feels like it's so important and i don't do it enough should we all do that into the microphone right now together inhale 
Some yes. ASMR for you. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> right. pretty good. Thank in the you so much for coming on. Yeah. This was yeah. so, so awesome. For so me. wonderful. Yeah. Um, again, your book, Inner Witch, A Modern Guide for Ancient Craft, comes out on September 4th. Pre order it, y'all. Pre order it on Amazon. Uh, where can we find you on the internet? I'm at Gabby Herstic on Instagram and Twitter, and it's G A B Y H E R S T I K. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to What's Your Sign. If you guys liked this, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast. Yeah. Or Twitter. Um, just search What's Your Sign Podcast. But if you want to type it in, it's What's YR Sign underscore pod. Twitter's weird, so, you know, <laughs> sorry. Um, Thanks, Bob. Please leave us a positive review, and if you want to contact us, you can email us at whatsyoursignpodcast at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook. We're everywhere, so... Uh, Pick your medium and find us. Jeez. Yeah. Made it this far. All right. Bye. Bye.